RailsConf ended today, and that means the next conferences to look out for are RubyKaigi and the RailsSaaS conference. By the way, I'm speaking at the RailsSaaS conference, which is happening on June 1st and 2nd of this year in Athens, Greece. The general admission tickets for the RailsSaaS conference is 299 euros. And in my own words, the Real SaaS conference is a conference for SaaS entrepreneurs who build around Ruby on Rails. They talk about Ruby on Rails, the technology itself, and the businesses they build around it. I'm so looking forward to seeing some of you there. I'm on the fence here with ChatGPT, more broadly with how humans are using AI right now. But That's not what I want to talk about. In the last week, a PR by ChatGPT, of course, with some guidance, was merged into Ruby on Rails. And I'm interested in the prompts and how the guide for ChatGPT was able to engineer the prompt to be able to produce the kind of code that ChatGPT did for Ruby on Rails. My experience with ChatGPT is that I have to spend a considerable amount of time to be able to write prompts that would produce anything meaningful. So much so that sometimes I think it's way more productive to actually struggle through the code I'm working with and write the code myself rather than engineering prompts to ask ChatGPT to write the code for me. Nonetheless, I think the contribution by ChatGPT is an interesting one, and I'm looking forward to more PRs from ChatGPT into Ruby on Rails. Trilogy is a database adapter created by GitHub to connect Ruby on Rails and Active Record clients to MySQL compatible database service. Trilogy has been designed to be more performant and flexible than the MySQL 2 adapter. I do not use MySQL 2, I'll take the word for it. For me, it's been Postgres since the beginning of my career, and that's all I've known. I believe Trilogy would be a very good option for anyone using MySQL with Ruby on Rails, so you can go check it out. Earlier this week, I had a chance to talk with Amanda Perino, who is the executive director of the Rails Foundation. We talked about Rails World, which is the Rails Foundation's first Ruby on Rails conference happening in Amsterdam this year. And I would like to share that conversation with you now. Welcome to the Rails Changelog. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me. What I know so far about Rails World is that it will happen this year in Amsterdam on October 5th and 6th. And ticket prices will go for 109 euros and 299 euros. Will the conference be single or multi-track? And when should we expect to buy tickets? Yeah, so I, I'm getting that question a lot. And I understand that we gave very little information out because the first priority was finding the venue and the dates, right? So the space, now that we we have the space, we know that the space will allow for two main tracks. And I'm hoping there's another room that will be used for workshops. So I'm hoping to have some workshops on site as well. So we'll have multi-track and along that we'll have a separate room where we'll have workshops for for while the conference is running correct that's the that's what i'm going into the cfp hoping for so i drafted out a what's called an agenda wireframe like this is the space that we have for this many talks if they're this long 
So the talks will be either 45 minutes or 30 minutes, and we'll have a space for about 25 talks plus about six workshops. While we are still on the workshops and then the C CFPs, let's let's talk briefly about uh, the call for papers. Usually, the dates for CFPs are announced earlier. When do you think we'll know the dates for CFPs? Yes, so we are hoping to launch the CFP in mid-May, and it'll run until in the timeline that I have right now. It'll run until June twenty-third, so just over a month long. It'll be open. So if people have ideas, I would say start forming the CFP now. Um, and as for the committee, this is another thing we're trying to work out, and there's a lot of a lot of little things to consider this in the selection process. How many talks do we have space for? How long will it be? What what's, what are the formats we're accepting? Workshops, panels, demos, uh, just technical sessions. So figuring all this out first um, is the priority and then how that will shape the CFP that we're drafting. And then we're putting together a committee. So all of this is really still in the works. I don't have any solid answers yet. We all know the event is happening in Amsterdam, but lots of people are still wondering if we can get to know of the specific venue. It'll be in the Burst van Berlache in Amsterdam, which is the old stock exchange. And it's right by Central Station, right by Dam Square, really smack in the heart of the city. So it's uh, in the city center where you can have access to everything you want to if you get to Amsterdam. Exactly. It's really right there in the middle and... It's about three minutes walking from Central Station so people can arrive from Paris and London, as well as all over the Netherlands and Germany. It'll be really easy to get to. Cool. And and also that brings up the question, will Rails World arrange, because I know some conferences do this, will Rails World arrange hotel discounts for attendees? Yeah. So we are going to have agreements with a discounted rate for some three and four star hotels in the area. And then when you book your ticket, you'll be sent the information on how to book. Even before the Rails, even before the Rails Foundation was formed, um, what I used to think, you know, I'm from Ghana. Uh, it's it's on the African continent. What I used to think and dream and hope for is that in Africa, for instance, we have lots of Rails uh, developers, maybe not as much as we have in Europe or in the USA, but we do have Ruby and Rails developers. And Rails World sounds like something with the entire planet in mind. Are you planning to organize any events outside of Europe? It would be cool to see uh, the Rails Foundation organize some events on continents like Africa, Asia, or even South America. I'm so glad you asked because it was very deliberate, Rails World as a name. It's it's not going to be Rails World in Amsterdam every year. Um, it is our intention to to take it to other countries around the world. I don't know. Soon we're going to have to decide where that is exactly. And I don't know yet where that's going to be. But I, for instance, I was just talking to two developers from India and they were asking exactly the same thing. Like, are you coming to India? So my best answer right now is we would love to explore all options and we'd like to reach the community where they are, whether that is next year or in the years to come, it's hard to say, but we're definitely considering all options and we do want to take it global. That sounds really very exciting and that response makes me really happy. Thank you very much. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to get all around the world. <laughs> Let's talk about something I think companies would be interested in. Uh, I, I think you'll be accepting sponsors, right? That's correct. Yes. 
how can companies sponsor their event? How the path to sponsoring Reels World look like? So right now, now that we have this space and I know what the space looks like, and I know that we have a big sponsor hall that we need to fill, the next step is talking to a fabrication company about what a booth sponsorship will look like, and then forming what's the, the, the prospectus and the pricing and what it entails and getting that out to everyone. So we will have these traditional style booths that you'll see at a lot of tech conferences, like the, all the ones you're going to this year. I know you're quite busy. But what I'm also going to put in the perspective, and which I think is really interesting, is the opportunity for companies to really create special experiences as part of their sponsorship. So not just standing in a booth and whether you want to do that for recruitment purposes or meeting community members, but also these fun experiential elements, like either sometimes it can be as easy as um, sponsoring a drink or something more exciting like a, an installation or a game. So I'm really looking for sponsors who are willing to meet the community in fun ways, participate in building the program, but also in a way that like aligns with their own personal company brand, let's say. So putting that all into like a, a four page PDF will be really difficult and it'll be a lot of conversations happening, but I hope to have that somewhat out in, in a, or at least in a form for sharing in May. Sounds good. Yeah. Some of us are ready to volunteer on or off-site. Will Rails World have a volunteer program to help out with things off-site or even on-site right in Amsterdam? We, that's a fair question. And it's a fairly small conference. I think larger conferences would need that a little bit more. Um, I don't foresee that we'll need it a lot. However, there are certain roles that I think are, are best done by community, for instance, because the venue also offers a lot of staffing and our event company that we eventually work with will as well. But for instance, um, we'll, we'll have these two, possibly three tracks and they need to be emceed by somebody. And to me, that that's a perfect role for a volunteer uh, community member or a volunteer from the community. So there is going to be a couple of roles that we'll be asking for, most likely MCs. And I understand that every information around the conference would be shared directly on rubyonrails.org and Rails's Twitter account, which is at Rails. Is that at correct? Rails, yep, that's correct. And don't forget that this week in Rails newsletter, Emmanuel. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so um, we'll be sharing information in this week in Rails and on Rails's official Twitter account and then on rubyonrails.org. Yeah, correct. Thank you very much, Amanda. Thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me. Well, that's it for this episode of The Rails Change Log. Talk to you in the next one.